0: welcome to a women's brew where women talk about beer today we're joined all the way from the usa by natalie from beer feelings to talk differences in drinking cultures and the contentious styles within them both i'm joanne and this is tori yo 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 and we're two beer loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer come join us
1: Work this morning, I think I'm planning. We just sorry, we shouldn't have hit record, but it's we fun, can record it's this. Fun, it's fun. fine. It's so our <laughs> our land in Vermont. The reason why we moved out here is we wanted to not have neighbors and like be more right. in nature. So we have 10 acres. We're like in the middle wow. of the woods, wow. and our house has like a little like our house has a lawn, and then the lawn has like the woods beside. it. Oh, wow. So we have. I think four or five gardens that have like an actual edge and like topsoil and stuff. And four so I or five four or five individual gardens. I'm like the Queen of England now. Oh my god! <laughs> you have it. I think you officially have an
2: Estate. Yes. That's not like, I, I moved to a house. You're you like, this is my house. Yeah. Well, that sounds okay. so With much better. You Vermont. need to like label them. You're like, oh, in garden number
0: two, <laughs> we we put our lawn <laughs> chairs. In the, t- no, you in you the give, terrace garden. But you've yeah. got to like, give them names. It's got to be like, okay. you know, okay. garden like the Elizabethan garden this. and in the Victorian <laughs> garden and in the Edwardian garden. We've got the flower garden
2: and the sun lounging garden. Oh, we put
1: the pool in garden three. Oh my gosh. You guys are, they're not like that big, <laughs> like you, but don't say that. You so just go, still, oh, okay. five. I pounds. like, yeah. I like, maybe I'll get some really like bougie, like like iron signs, like with the garden name, like scripted, it's going to be bigger than the garden. But my only (laughs) plan for this afternoon, we have all these different seeds, like for different kinds of plants is just to make a plan on which seeds are going where. And so I think it'll be funny to do it under the influence of beer. And then like reassess when I'm sober to be like, why did we put onions and strawberries (laughs) together like this doesn't make any sense so yeah that's my plan you wanted to make Stronions, but But they
0: do say that when you're a little bit merry that's when your best ideas come so to be fair when we did coffee and
2: beer it was uh you're less inhibited so when you're drinking beer it's really great because you're less inhibited and you just let the yeah. ideas flow. You get yeah. more ideas that I way. So that. definitely do that. that, and then you can pick the names of the gardens when you're under the influence as well, based okay. on what you That's put. That's what in I'm the gonna gardens. do.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. That's great. absolutely what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh my god! I think we need to keep this bit in.
2: <laughs> well, I, well, I guess, I, I guess, I guess, at that point, you, you probably want to introduce like
1: <laughs> yeah. h- who you are. <laughs> oh my what god. You do. Hello, hello, universe. Whoever's listening, my name is Natalie. I'm sober for now, but probably not going to be for long. Check back in twenty minutes <laughs> to an hour. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, thank you guys so much for having me on thank you the show. Um, I love talking to you guys. I love watching your show, uh, and the fact that I get to participate and drink some of my favorite styles of beer. I just really, I'm thrilled. <laughs> amazing so, yeah, thank you for um, coming
0: on yeah thanks for coming on do you want to say a little bit about your podcast while we're oh, sorry, yeah so i might have to put i'm gonna pull so my cheeky now, like a doing it I'm <laughs> I'm so shiny
1: you got you guys go ahead and pour and then Tell like cut it. me off so I don't talk too long so no, I can go. pour mine. Tell um, us but feelings. my name is <laughs> my name is Natalie Jones. I'm the founder and owner of a company called Beer Feelings, where really my goal is to make the craft beer space more fun, flirty, and feminine. So I'm kind of like the American cousin to what you guys are doing. Um, like really, my my goal in the beer space is to make craft beer feel more like a slumber party um, and less like a lumberjack bro fest um, <laughs> I'm like yes yes
2: as I'm wearing a flannel <laughs> with, with, a, with a person with a mustache on it I'm like yes yes <laughs> definitely agree yes.
1: I lo- like don't get me wrong I I'm engaged to a lumberjacky man that has like an Abraham Lincoln beard um nice. And he's, he's calling himself a woods hobo since we've talked a little bit about the property. He's like, we're never going to go into society again. We're going to live off the land. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the grocery store. Um. So I love, I love a good lumberjack. I am in love with a lumberjack. Um. But I just... What I like about the craft beer space is it's cool. There's cool drinks. It's cool to explore. There's a lot of tradition and history and just a lot of like fun. And I had a really hard time getting into beer as a woman because I was scared that the men behind the counter were going to talk down to me. And I was scared that they were going to think that I was just some idiot girl for asking a question. And then kind of, I learned how to like beer Despite all of that, because I learned the people behind the counter actually are really nice and they're not scary. Um, And then in the middle of the quarantine, I was day drinking a lot. Um, The other business that I owned Basically I had to shut down cause it was an in-person event company and to justify my day drinking. I started writing beer reviews in the way that I learned how to taste beer, which was, I think like all the beer personalities really like excelled at that. And that, that's where we were like, it's just work. It's, it doesn't matter. It's 9.00 AM. Like we have to write a beer review. Oh, yeah. Um, this is me pivoting. And so I really, I started writing these reviews the way I learned how to taste beer, which is with more of a flavor first approach. So the beer tenders that I got along with didn't say, this is a Berliner or a Weiss. And these are the things that you can expect from it. And this is what kind of hop is involved. They said, like, when you drink a smoothie, do you like a tropical smoothie or a berry smoothie? Or does the texture of bananas upset you? You know, we had this whole conversation that, I, as a beer novice could participate in. And so in the middle of COVID, that's how I described beers. Um, and basically what came to light was a bunch of women from my past, from high school, from college saying, I didn't know beer could taste like cheesecake. I didn't know it could feel like Christmas, Christmas at grandma's house. I didn't know like beer could be so cute. And so that's really where beer feelings came from, um, a lot of day drinking. And then I said, okay, well, if I felt that way when I was learning to drink beer and these other women feel this way, I'm sure there's a bunch of other ladies. So, so yeah, so I have a weekly podcast. Your feelings has gone through a number of different experiments on, on what she is um, and how to deliver this message. But really my whole goal is let's get more women in the space. I would love women to when they get together with their girlfriends to have a beer tasting party instead of a wine tasting party like every convert that I get is a win is a win is a big win <laughs> okay now I have to pour my beer I, I like
2: <laughs> the use of the word the word beer tender I, I like I've been holding that like since you I said it
0: it's been dinner. in my brain yeah. and I'm like I just want to say, say, say. That?
2: no oh my gosh uh, I mean I've, I've
0: started saying it I think I've... I think I got it from you <laughs> Yeah, I. I love
1: I, it. So great. Yeah,
2: it's, it's it's not something that's like colloquial. Like, over, it. like, yeah. No. It's not like everyone's go. Oh, let's go to the beer tender. Or anything. So I just, nice. I love that word.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. it sounds like you had amazing beer tenders as well because they gave you such. I good did. Advice.
1: I did. I'm gonna talk over my can pop. That's oh, all right. I like um, that
0: ASMR. That's
2: it's good <laughs> ASMR for people.
1: <laughs> Which, okay, quick aside. I'm not even drinking, and we're already getting distracted but my to my, my life, po- <laughs> my podcast editor because I have no desire to edit she was like you need to stop pouring your beer in front of the microphone because my podcast is only audio and yeah. she's like it sounds like you're going to the bathroom
2: no, every single no. time <laughs> it sounds so satisfying it sounds like I'm doing it now oh, no. you can't really hear that
1: that was too quiet that was too quiet but see I love it quick.
2: I love that pouring pour, yeah, pour it into it pour it into the so, microphone so now, okay well we'll
1: I thought this was a smoothie sour. Mm. There you go. This looks good though. Um, oh, it smells really good. I'm excited to talk about this eventually, but, um, what was I even talking beer tenders? I think, okay, here's why I like the word beer tender because someone that works at a brewery has a very, very different job than someone that works at a bar and mixes drinks. And honestly, I think bartenders are kind of jerks sometimes, (laughs) um, at least the one that's, that I've engaged with, uh, but beer tenders, because they're probably involved in the brewing process, or at least are around on brew day, um, the breweries that I go to typically have a smaller staff. So they're just a little more informed, But but yes, I personally, once I got over myself and my own fears of asking these questions and fearing sounding dumb and fearing asking dumb questions um met some really cool people both men and women and owners and worker bees um but yeah just getting over that initial fear of like they're gonna think I'm stupid and I don't I don't want them to think I'm stupid um but yeah once I entered the beer realm I was like this is good I like this
0: um so we thought we'd have you on so this is a reciprocation because I visited I visited your podcast twice now haven't I we find you have. back. Yes, I have? yeah. Um, I a time. with you <laughs> while she was in America did a bit of cheating came onto your podcast yeah I got, I got a message i got a message like cheating on you sorry i was like cheated on you
2: so i was like how very dare you i mean she's cheated on me it's fine yeah okay but at this point if we're really keeping score now you've like you know you've 300 percented me at least I have, been, I have been
0: around the block a bit on other people's podcasts
2: it's an open relationship Yes, it okay. yeah we i i laugh for, I laugh. Yeah. For it. <laughs>
0: Um, so we felt it was only fair that you came on to us. So we were just like, what are we going to, what is the best things that we could talk about? So we kind of wanted to talk about American beers and some interesting styles that have made their way over here to the UK as well. Um, and maybe, air quotes, a bit controversial in some people's minds. I mean, we, we're having a quick conversation about this before we started recording about how they're probably not as controversial now as when, they first started appearing, but I think there are still some people that are like milkshake IPAs and and smoothie sours and pastry stouts. Like, what is all of this nonsense all about? So we wanted to have a little chat about that. See what it's like where you are. See what it's like where we are, and just drink some delicious beers because actually these beer styles are particularly delicious. Um, so if you haven't tried them, dear listeners, then we think that you should. Uh, so we're gonna. We've started with yeah we started, we started with, with milkshake the same IPA. one as well we've got oh, yeah. a milkshake
2: okay and it's probably oh, important to note as well we specifically made sure we sourced american ones as yeah. well <laughs> because
0: we wanted exactly american yeah there are bottles of them, yeah. like i think milkshake ipa and pastry sour pastry sour are probably quite prevalent over here now um i i think milkshake ipa was about first would you say it was right tori
2: well out of all of them sorry I I was just like wait what uh yeah I I would
0: say say that's probably probably correct first um so Mm. in case you're not sure what a milk what a uh, milkshake IPA is um I've been doing a little bit of research because I um I always thought that it was just an IPA with lactose and sometimes it's got a bit of fruit in it but it seems that more commonly it is an IPA that's been brewed with lactose to give it that kind of creamier mouth feel. And mm-hmm. generally with that comes added fruit into it as well. Now, I know I've seen, I've seen some over here where that fruit element tends to come with the combination of hops that they've put into it. But I think a lot of them now are just chucking a mm-hmm. load of fruit into them. Um, mine is a double cherry circumpolar Yum. cyclone from hot butcher of the world i've not a oh, hot butcher for the world apologies i've not had this have you had anything from them before Tori?
2: i have not but i've heard of hot butcher because i've seen it brought over by the likes of brew export who yeah, obviously we spoke to before as well um yeah i i've not this is my first one that i've actually had uh, and when I poured it, I almost thought I had poured the the smoothie sour by mistake
1: because the color. Yeah, I mean, good. if you're hearing yeah. this, it, the color. Those is... are thick guys. They yeah, are, yeah. I'm and surprised you red... guys started with the IPA. Why did you oh, start really? with the IPA? I'm
2: just curious. <laughs> so, oh, I mean, Joe can correct me, but my my sort of thought process of why I sort of went to the the IPA first was, I think the sharpness of the sour. Once that's, depending, I I mean, I don't know how sharp it's going to be. Joe and I both have different smoothie sours. Yeah. Depending on how sharp it is and distinct those flavours are, I was worried that Mm. the IPA might be a bit more delicate in comparison or it would be harder for my taste buds to bounce back from the sour. That's kind of why
0: we've gone IPA first. Yeah. And I kind of assumed that the milkshake is going to be thinner I don't know. This one's yeah quite I, thick. I don't think it's got as much pulp in it as the as a smoothie sour potentially may sure. have. We'll see when we pour it.
1: No, all good reasons. I will say these these three styles of beer, which as I mentioned, like I've kind of I'm kind of skirting around the smoothie sour. Typically, smoothie sours are like they are thick boys. They're like almost gloppy. Like that's probably not like the sexiest yeah. term to describe them. Three but when you when you pour them out, yeah, they are thick with three C's. They are like orange juice with pulp. Um, So I ended up getting a Berliner Weiss that has like s- similar qualities to a smoothie sour. But these three styles, I think I call this my unholy trinity because it's like, Beer purists hate these beers. They hate them because they don't taste like beer. As a beer educator and a beer guide, I love these three styles because I think they're really great for people who maybe think they don't like beer to slowly introduce them. Um, But yeah, you're right. All three styles will have the addition of lactose. And what I learned, um, I'm not a brewer. I do brew, but I am not a brewer, is the lactose is added in one to give that creamy mouthfeel, but also two to add in sweetness. I didn't realize that the little yeasties in there um, are kind of lactose intolerant. So when you add in lactose, which is no sugar, it leaves you with a sweeter beer. So all three of these beers will be a little bit sweeter on kind of the sweetness scale, which I think is why I like them. Um, I also think that, like, for me, this is a good replacement for, like, a dessert. Um, Or if I want, like, cookies. Do you guys call them cookies? You call them biscuits? I call call them cookies. But I think
0: it depends (laughs) on what they are. Like, if it's a chocolate chip cookie... We're gonna call it a couple. No, a I'm company. gonna
2: I'm gonna say this right now. Okay. I'm okay, gonna make a going. statement. I've said it at work and I've said it here again. Literally, I still there's many things my brain's converted since moving here there's like many things that my brain automatically knows to switch over but that I understand and I get it the one thing my one of the things that my brain has really struggled to comprehend is how the fuck do I know when to call something a biscuit and when to call it a fucking cookie I mean because I'll call something call a cookie a yeah, yeah yeah but then I call something a cookie and they're like that's a biscuit and you're like Okay, like right, so, so. What so is a biscuit? Pie. Okay, so then you so, call okay. it a biscuit, and they go, "Oh no, that's a cookie." And you are like, right, so, "What is it?"
0: This I feel is where the <laughs> i rate about it. I am right. sorry. This, this is, is so where the because so this, is, this is a good. This is a good conversation, right? So the line is, if it's a bit squishy in the middle but crunchy around the outside and quite big, that's a cookie. what if it's a crunchy cookie,
2: what if it's a crunchy boy? What if it's a crunchy like chocolate chip cookie? Burnt.
0: <laughs> yeah, but
2: <laughs> I mean. What's a, um, what's an Oreo? What would you call an Oreo? Biscuit or cookie? That's a biscuit, because it's full crunchy. Yeah, that's yeah, a cookie. So, I, so it's, so it's still, a
1: soft I mean, versus a hard thing.
0: Yeah, I think so. So I think cookies generally, because they're you know they're a bit but like like a little bit more doughy, and you don't you like you want the middle to be a bit chewy and the outside to be crisp. Usually they've got like mm. something else in them, chocolate chips, some some suchness. Um, we might call Oreos mm. cookies because they are specifically an American brand well
2: that's another thing is then people True. go oh, when it's American we call it a cookie so it's
1: like make a rule and, and like, stick to it you're either gonna say this was gonna, gonna say cookie the, the Oreos are specifically what I'm replacing with this beer <laughs> we, I, or, I love a good or, Oreo or any it. of these style. I love I love Oreos a bit too much oh, no. I'll eat the whole like a whole sleeve yeah in a day so I I think a beer is a responsible replacement for me from a health standpoint (laughs) so so um, you're a lot more reasonable
2: you are like my husband who is like yes this is a replacement for a pudding I'm like no but I I also want the
1: pudding and
2: then I was like this is a this is a drink this is a liquid this is a liquid um but I would also like to have my sleeve of Oreos and then he's like you can't have both it, he literally will be like do you want oh to know how many gosh. calories are in that and I'm like oh no thank you like no. I'm okay <laughs> He's just like I'm like no. do you want somebody's like I've looked at the calorie count on that can and I think I'm all set like I'd rather have like a bit of drinks. chocolate and I'm like he loves them physically loves the taste oh,
0: yeah, but yeah, he I goes wish. the
2: calories in it yeah. I would rather have like this chocolate bar and it's less calories than like some of those beers and I'm like you, you can just have both though. And he's like, no. Like that is
1: very <laughs> And he's like, yeah, he's
2: always like, he's always like, you have like, I swear, he just tells me of like the diet of like a teenage boy. And he's just like, you, you just you can't have both. And I was like,
1: I physically can. can like physically- if <laughs> that's where you need that's where you need to use the tactic of like just vowel noises yeah. and shrug. Just yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think it's also important to notice because
2: I think we've mentioned the three styles. We've said yes. we're doing three styles, three styles, but we haven't actually said what they are. So it's milkshake IPA, smoothie sour, and we're doing a dessert stout. And thinking about it, pastry a pastry stout. Sorry, yeah. I'm I'm reading my yeah because that, that was dessert, so dessert stout. Yeah. Um. So when you asked me which one came first, it might actually I don't know if it's the pastry stout or the milkshake. IPA. See, i feel that like really I've, I, I feel like back, they're
0: very i was looking back through my untapped and i think i've drunk more milkshake ipas than i have the others it's because of the brewery like, that we
2: don't usually talk about i think was one of the first yeah. breweries that brought that over and that was kind of what maybe not brought it over but that's what just, was yeah, one of the bigger so. ones yeah uh, or there was also another brewery that we don't really talk yeah about the other one that, that we don't talk about as um so I think it's one of those things that is really difficult because I was, I, I didn't usually, I didn't used to drink as many stouts when I, fr- mm-hmm. like, when I moved over here and got into the UK craft beer scene, I didn't drink as many stouts. So it's really difficult for me to say, but I feel like they've just the pastry stouts have just been there for so long but I think also what makes them quite controversial is like you said there's there's lactose but I also think that it's just like just adjuncts in general like full stop the more adjuncts you put in stuff the more yeah. people are like no
1: <laughs> they're like how agree. could you I was just looking so this one has on top of the lactose in it it also has lemon and marshmallow and vanilla so marshmallow is another one that's almost like I would say across all three styles, all of them, you're going to see lactose because it adds the sweetness. It adds the creaminess. It adds yep. like joy to my soul. <laughs> um, but then I think n- like number two in well, kind of tied for a second. I see a lot of vanilla added, like, and not just kind of vanilla, like heaps of vanilla. And then also marshmallow. Um, those are probably the top three ingredients. And then outside of those, you do see just loads of fruit. And so the we'll talk about the smoothie sour when you guys are drinking the smoothie sour, because mine's not really like it's a Berliner Vice. It's like a dessert Berliner Vice. It's delicious. It's still, I don't think dessert. Berlin or vices are like a trend. I think they're inside of this trend. Um, but yeah, marshmallow is now my favorite adjunct outside of lactose. like lactose has just become almost like the fifth ingredient in beer (laughs) that I've seen. And I will say, we were talking about this a little bit before we hit record. So to, to those individuals who have no idea who I am, I live in America
2: <laughs> that was gonna be my thing yeah, it's like do you wanna about, yeah. you, you've kind of said Surprise. where I am but yes, actually <laughs> do you want to say where you are because yes roughly yes. We're, we're not and people just roughly <laughs>
1: yes. I, was, I was gonna say Joanne on my podcast was like do you know anything about like the geography of England and I was like nope
0: <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> and I'm so now the way down the bottom I just go <laughs> near so,
1: London Now every like British show that I'm watching, I'm like, is this where she's from? Is this (laughs) like, um, so in America, um, I used to live in Colorado, which is in the West. It's not as far West as California, but it's kind of in like the middle, like cowboys basically is what you need to know about Colorado, really big craft beer scene there. So actually probably a bunch of people do know about Colorado just from a beer point of view. Now I live in New England, which is on the East coast, which our time zones are much easier to coordinate. Um, but I live in Vermont. So another craft beer place, um, it's been really interesting on this move. So in Colorado, because it has a much bigger population, there are more breweries and I would say there are more microbreweries in Colorado here in Vermont, there are more nano breweries. And I had never seen or heard that term, but like the nano breweries have maybe four tables on the inside and like the owner and the owner's husband or the owner and the owner's wife. And like, that's it. And they're open Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And so It's just, it's a different kind of beer scene. It's been really fun to explore, but these controversial beer styles were super easy to find in Colorado, right? We had a lot of like yuppie hipsters, like up in Boulder, a lot of like, I mean, I'm a millennial, so I can like speak poorly about my generation, (laughs) but a lot of people who are trying to like push the limits, try new things, like try new flavors, get really artsy that embraced these weird styles and adjuncts and we saw a bunch of like turkey stock stuffing beer hot wing chicken beer um (laughs) that martin's brewery a lot of like (laughs) because martin's
2: does like hot wings and blue cheese i'm like i kind of want to try it though
1: it's weird it's weird one. and it's beautiful and like cheesecake beer is actually cheesecake is one of my favorite adjuncts if someone knows what they're doing with it probably cuz it's lactose and kind of marshmallow like it's all the things yeah. i like um so that was super easy to find in colorado here in vermont because we're in new england it is the land of new england ipas so it is hazy 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 um with like a sprinkling of west coast ipas And it was actually really hard to find these three styles. Like I haven't seen any of them in breweries here. Um, And I had to go to like the big town to the liquor store. And there was like one choice of milkshake IPA, um, not a smoothie sour in sight, which there's a reason for that. We'll talk about smoothie sour problems when we, you guys start drinking them. Um, But it's, it's just so interesting that like I've stayed in the same country it's still, I thought it would have similar brewing trends. And like, all I want is these like naughty beers, these like rule breaking beers. But, um, but yeah, the move, the move has been interesting from both the personal standpoint. I, I think I called my mom at one point and I said, I think I understand why people get divorced now. This is really hard. (laughs) She was like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, we're going to be fine. I just like, I love him very much. I just don't like him right now. Um, so we're, we're much better now that we're in the house and we we're doing all the things, but um, so moving, interesting, personally interesting from a beer standpoint, both in going to breweries and, in just like shopping at like bottle shops, the, the beer that Vermont is probably most known for is Hetty Topper.
2: Yeah. So I was going to say the whole, um, cause obviously my, my background being from like massachusetts Mm -hmm. is like yeah there's a lot of hazy beers but there's also breweries so like the shirt that i'm wearing if you're watching the video Mm bone up brewery they they are like really brilliant they're just outside boston and in a place called Mm -hmm. everett and um they have like grisettes and like all (laughs) different types of styles that are really good like it's not just like hazies and and there's a lot of breweries that like yes their main stuff is hazies but they do a lot of stouts they do a lot of like other Mm -hmm. they said naughty beers and stuff like that um but i'm wondering if vermont keep me honest if anyone knows this is not but I I feel like if D, people will DM me if I'm wrong anyways but I'm gonna say it confidently like I'm 100% confident on this I'm fairly certain that when we were looking at styles before um the the hazy like New England beer started off in Vermont and it was like the like a Vermont IPA and that was heady topper and that's what sort of kick-started that trend sort of in New England so I'm wondering if that's why maybe in that area <laughs> that's why that's a lot of what you're finding
1: is because that is that makes sense what is big what is big for I will yeah. say I think the other thing that I've noticed j- and I mean like keep in mind I've lived here for a month <laughs> so like it's not like, like two I've months in you're gonna be like great. I've gone to I've places all and there's stuff. so many <laughs> oh my gosh yeah um I you're will scroll. say So a few things, I think maybe there's just more like seasonality in beer here. So maybe in the summertime, there's a lot of hazies. And then maybe as we get into fall, there's more ambers and browns. And then in winter, um, it's a very like farm to table Mm -hmm. atmosphere here, which uh, we love. Like I told you guys, I was like weeding the garden today. And I was like one with the earth and it was, it was really lovely. But, um, the other thing Okay. Yep. Caught my lost train of thought. It came back. Um, I've never met people who are more proud about their beer. Like in Colorado, people were confident about the beer that they brewed. And like, I don't want to keep using the word proud and too Context, But I guess they were confident and they were excited to take you on a journey, but I think they were more open to experimentation. The, the beer professionals that I've met here are like ride or dies in Vermont. Like they know what they brew. They know that it's good. They know it's delicious. And they like, I think would like sacrifice themselves in the name of beer. So it's just been interesting to see the two. My unpopular opinion so far, I actually tried my first Hetty Topper. Um, I didn't like it. (gasps) Oh yeah. And so I like now I'm like, okay, this is an okay thing because now I'm not gonna have problems trading it ever. Oh yeah. That's true. true.
0: This is it's in my gas
1: station, like at the end of the road. And that was weird to see Hetty Topper, like it has its own case and it's just at like a Nothing, kind of gas station,
2: which is just hilarious to think. Over here, people are like, "Oh my god, how could I get it illegally,
0: like imported
1: uh, all that uh, kind of thing?" Do we want to talk about
0: when we tried Pliny the other week?
2: (laughs) Yeah, we can do. (laughs) We
0: uh, we, we were at a beer festival and there was a, a bottle share and someone uh, the, and the, the of... context the,
2: the the context before this just for just to put it into perspective
0: is that joe tried to get us i did oh yeah so i tried to try so, to get us each bottle so, trying to get Pliny. hold of planning the elder because you know it's it's mm-hmm. the beer and it doesn't normally come try. in legally it when it come comes in legally, in legally it's like, like i've seen it like salt. you can it's buy fun. two like, you can be on the on the list for when it comes in and you can have two but you have to pay 50 pounds for two bottles um it came onto one of our websites that do American beers, and they, they'd they just literally been sending out emails going, and a West Coast IPA will be coming. Didn't she say was what like, I it? Was. Know it is. And I'm <laughs> like, I know what that is. But everyone knew what it was well, like everyone knew when they were like right. a West Coast IPA is coming in. And we're like, it's Pliny. you're gonna get Or, else, or
2: else you would just say what literally,
0: it was. Email came right. in like five minutes before they were at six o'clock. This is these are going on. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna mose you on over to that website and have a look at six o'clock. Mm-hmm. I they were selling it for twelve pounds a bottle. I literally put put it in my basket and was just like I, I put two in and I was like, Oh, I should ask Tori if she wants one. Do you know what? I'm just gonna get a one. Went to put my card in and they're gone like within about what yeah. 30 seconds of yeah the you said it was, yeah. It, was, it was you said it was less than like, two minutes and it yeah. was
2: gone it was so, and she hadn't gone. even told me she was doing it and I, I, just, like, I just I just I'm messaged just her and it. was like
0: I tried to get us both a bottle of Blimey and it was gone in two minutes and then like loads of people on the beer forums the next day were just like oh who got one blah blah because blah. 12 pounds over here is actually a good deal for that bottle yeah so we were then at this at this bottle share and someone had it and I was just like um <laughs> i'm having some of that <laughs> i'm having some of that it was all right <laughs> but, you it know, was good it was it good. good it's a good bit it's a good bit it's a well-made beer i can understand why people really enjoy it it was very clean and crisp and it's yeah it's it's a well-made beer uh hot take Unlike, <laughs> i can understand why people may be
2: when you're paying 25 quid for yeah. a bottle, maybe go, sure.
1: it's, it's the, the best beer in the world. Because you just you kind of have to. To. <laughs> sure. And, and I guess sure some that, people feel that way, but yeah. I was like. That makes sense. Like that context makes sense for Heady Topper as well. Yeah. It definitely, it tasted more to me like a West Coast IPA. Then like I prefer the hazy, juicy, sunshiny yeah. in a glass IPAs. So I don't, I don't think it was a bad beer. Yeah. No, no, I think all. it was just yeah. not the beer for my for taste. Right. And that made me laugh. The other thing that like a lot of what I've been teaching on Instagram, on TikTok, on everything is like if I leave you with one beer tip, pour your beer in a glass, rinse your glass first. Like those two things will change your beer experience. And really big, I should have saved a Heady Topper can. It says like on the can, drink straight out of the can. No, no, in a glass. no. no. So like, that for me, just already put like literally a bad taste in right. my mouth. Cause I was like, la, 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 la. and so then on the side, like they did a good job of explaining on the side of the can. Like the reason why we do this is because we use a lot of hops. We don't filter all of them out because we want you to get the best experience. So if you drink it out of the can, you're less likely to get all of that sediment. And so like, again, disagree. I, I think as, yeah, a, hard as a beer guide and a beer educator, like that, that goes against things that I am teaching that I have experienced. 100%. Um, I did, I drank it out of a can, like the can told me to, yeah. cause I'm going to respect what right. the brewers like, want. Yeah. And I just, um, I mean, if it were $7 a beer, and that's probably what it was, um, probably less than that. Cause I got it at the gas station. I think it was fine for the price point that I got it at, but I think I would be pissed if I ordered it or I waited in a line overnight or I had to pay extra for shipping. Like I just, I mean, I want to drink this. Also like, I like the weird beers, not the traditional beers. Yeah. Um, it would be interesting so for all of those to reasons, hear. I'm oh, sorry. Let me hear. know if you want a Heady Topper. It, <laughs> it would I'm be happy to send them.
2: <laughs> it would be really interesting to hear what your take on. um what is it I literally the name has escaped me and I don't know why it's a uh, Julius the treehouse. Oh, treehouse it would be really interesting because treehouse is I mean it's probably like a few hours away from you maybe I'm not I'm not sure because I don't know where you are in Vermont I'm not sure, sure how far away because it's um sort of more western mass so it's kind of cl- probably closer to you in that regard but I don't know how far you'd have to travel for it but you do kind of have to travel there with the odd occasion yeah. of sometimes a local shop within Massachusetts might get some but Mm -hmm. it would be interesting to hear your feelings on like those for example because those are other ones I mean I feel like the 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 trinity of like and people might disagree with me I don't care feel Mm -hmm. free to argue with me in dms whatever (laughs) I think the trinity is uh heady topper uh pretty much anything from treehouse but mostly uh green or julius uh and pretty much anything from trillium are like the trinity of what and, and I guess Pliny as well. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's four of them. Will be what people will pay whatever they have to pay. They don't care if it's come in legally, illegally, like and when I say illegally, mm. it's not so much that it's like, oh I'm afraid of breaking the rules, but in the it's not been cold. It's in somebody's suitcase. It's not cold chain. Yeah. It's you, been you know, right. you know, around or like i'm not judging people do what you gotta do like i take beer back in my suitcase for me like not a problem but it would be interesting to hear what you think because those are people over here that would literally pay so much just to try some of those because they've been told it's so good and it's just interesting to hear you're like yeah i can just go down and pay like a normal price for it and
1: yeah it's fine like it's good it's well made weird (laughs) it was a weird experience like i got all excited I texted all my Colorado friends. I sent them pictures like to the liquor stores that like, I'm still friends with them in Colorado. I was like, look at what I got. Right. It's next to the like hot dogs. <laughs> <a good> at <laughs> Like it was, it was a weird, weird experience. Yeah. Um, but I think in, in general, my personality, if people like, okay, this, this was a good example. When I was a teenager, my dad told me that I had to watch the breakfast club, the movie you guys know about the breakfast club? Yep. yeah? And he was like, you're going to love it. It's your kind of movie. And because he wanted me to watch it so badly, I was like, absolutely not. I'm not going to watch this. I am never going to watch the breakfast club for no other reason than like, he just wanted it so much. So maybe that's what's going on with Hetty Topper as well It's like, so I expected so much out of it that I was just like, it's just a beer. And the other thing is like, I'm it's hard for me to choose a favorite beer. I've never been able to say like
0: this, this is my
1: favorite beer. This is my favorite brewery. I have a top 10 list maybe, or a top five list, or like I can rank beers. Like this is probably like seven or eight. I'm enjoying drinking it. Um, but I don't really choose favorites. And so those like culty beers for me, I'm like, I don't want to wait in line. I'm going to go try that new brewery that opened up. I'm going to go try a new flavor. I'm going to go try, like, even if it's a West coast IPA that for some reason I am craving for the first time ever in my life, I'm going to go try something that doesn't have a line. Yeah. So that's my experience with Hetty Topper. I've not tried focal banger yet, um, which is the alchemist other like yeah. big one. And I've heard from a number of people that they like that considerably more than Hetty Topper. So I have I'll report like back. Actually.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just, I feel like that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. I also struggle, I struggle to even give it a rating out of like 10 though, because I think mm. it's so difficult because like, what are you asking me to rate it for? And then like, oh, I'd have to know my scale to know <laughs> how to rate it. And I don't really even know my scale to be mm. like, oh, the best thing I've ever had, because I've, not that I forget what I've had, I've had so many things <laughs> yeah. that it's so, and you can, remember something more fondly than maybe it actually tasted because maybe you had a really good time when you were drinking it so like something that normally isn't potentially that great if you had a really good experience while you were drinking it or there's like a specific memory tied to it you could be like that is a eight but actually in terms of like the quality of taste maybe it's not there and so like knowing what my 10 would be I don't know I can't even rank like my beer of the year because i'm like i don't oh, know that's like, terrible because i'm like it depends that. my mood like you're telling me if you told oh me what's gosh. your beer of the year for styles like i'd be like great but if you're telling me like what's your overall you can only pick like someone's like desert island you can only pick one as like one style, yeah, style or like what like, one one beer other for sti- a sti- like hydration like, like what? <laughs> yeah i'm like what is the scenario here because sure. it's i've got favorites of styles but i couldn't go overall this beer is
1: my favorite beer of the year. I right.
0: just love yeah, it. <laughs> oh thing.
1: my gosh! Everything that you're saying right now is like all that beer feelings is about. Right. Like I so in the same sense that you might really love a beer, maybe you drink it when you met your significant other, and that that's that's a beer that's like fond in my heart. Is like I remember being on our first date together, and we had a great first date, and we ordered this blackberry goza it was awesome. But it's also cause I was like with the person that I was going to end up getting engaged to. Um, so I think on the other end too, there are beers that you don't like because you had a bad day. Your mm-hmm. boss yelled at you, you were at a barbecue and you spilled sauce on your shirt and you got really embarrassed. You were on a bad date. So a lot of, when I'm working with individuals and they're like, it's always, I don't like IPAs. I don't like stouts. I don't like ambers. And I'm like, well, were you on a bad date when you tried it? Like, did a lumberjack hurt you? <laughs>
0: did a lumberjack hurt you? <laughs>
1: Which but, like, lumberjack hurt you? Tell us.
0: We <laughs> know <laughs> us on the beer where they hurt you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh my gosh we're not even one beer in this is gonna be a great day you guys
0: are i have a feeling brown. like i have
2: a feeling this might have to be into two parts because i feel like if it's you're if you long don't long have, long. have a hard cut
1: off time and we don't have no. a hard cut off time and we're no. not even one beer not, in, we're not, we're not just the plants guys it's just my edwardian <laughs> garden <laughs> it's garden on. number two <laughs> garden number two oh my gosh uh, i'll send you guys pictures after this and you're gonna be like that's it <laughs> Oh no! I'm gonna be like, oh, you're gonna be five naming them.
2: <laughs> come stay,
1: come stay with us. Um, but yeah, I I think people can like beers because of their feelings. I think people can dislike beers. I think you can choose to like a beer, and I think you can choose to not like a beer. I think I IPAs great example. Since you guys are drinking the milkshake IPA, are we still drinking it? Is oh it down? yeah, I'm yeah. still drinking it. I'm just okay, like yeah. slowly. Great, great.
2: I'm being slow about I'm it. I'm
1: drinking but. out of a 12 ounce Tiku glass. So it gets like double fours out of my 16 ounce. I've got uh, my, I've
2: got my Kentucky bourbon barrel. Ale
1: that oh, I got the, la- my dad
2: got it for me oh. as a father's day when we're recording it. Cause yeah. I'm dating it. Cause I don't care. Um, my dad got me this one when I visited, he was oh. like, do you want the glass? And I was like, you're right. Yeah, he knows I glass. like. He's very supportive of my beer stuff. So he's like, I'll "I take love that. Yeah, you, you can try the beer." And then he's like, "Do you want a glass? I'll get you a glass." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs>
1: Anyways, oh carry my on. Gosh. <laughs> I love that. Okay, I'm mainly just gauging gauging your beer levels to make sure I'm keeping up with you guys. But I've going think- to I just keep <laughs> just keep filling it up. As well. I, I had a really hard time getting into IPAs because that was the lumberjackiest of all the lumberjack <laughs> man hair on your chest beers. Because beer. what I knew about hops is that they tasted like pine trees or rosemary or skunky like marijuana. Like that's what I knew about hops. And so actually the way that I got into IPAs was through the milkshake IPA. There's a great brewery in Colorado called four noses. They actually have pretty good distribution. So I wouldn't be surprised if you guys were able to try it. Um, but a great little establishment. And they have, I think it's called the Velvet Series. And it's this like tacky guy. He looks like a guy going to the prom in like the 60s with like a big fluffy like shirt. And they'll have a strawberry velvet, which is strawberry milkshake IPA, and then a peach velvet and a vanilla velvet. And so I was able to try these different beers and actually like I got to know the IPA because drinking the strawberry velvet Next to the peach velvet, I could taste the difference between the strawberry and the peach, but I think the base beer was the same. So I actually got to know this IPA in a very like safe way for me. And then when I took off my training wheels, when I took out the lactose and I took out strawberries and I took out the vanilla, it was a more comfortable flavor for me. So that's, um, I don't know where I was going with that but that's how I started to like IPAs. So I'm a big proponent of milkshake IPAs. And I'm actually really sad that I can't find any around town. So if you live in Vermont, um, I'm around Burlington. Like there's one city in Vermont, it's Burlington. Well, I guess there's a number of cities, but the big one is Burlington. Burlington. <laughs> you live in Burlington and you know about milkshake IPAs at breweries. Can you just send beer feelings a message? Because I really would like to drink more of them and not have to drive an hour to go to the big liquor store. Um do you guys know Canada like Canadian geography better right, than later. America yeah America. I was gonna say we're an hour south of Montreal is okay. where I'm at I was gonna say I know I, I've been to Burlington,
2: so I know oh where, perfect where yes is. <laughs>
1: yes oh that's uh, true but be, be, yeah, Ben, ben and there. Jerry's
2: Ben and Jerry's is yes that way I'm very close to Ben I've gone to Ben and Jerry's it's fucking great going to bed in jail <laughs> if nothing else I went to Magic Hat before it closed and I was not old enough to drink and I went with my mum and my sisters on a my mum won this basically <laughs> high level story my mum won something at an auction for something she was doing mm-hmm. and it was uh, to some bed and breakfast or whatever in mm. in Vermont and she was like you know what I'll take my daughters the four of us will go we'll go away to this place in Vermont and uh, we were trying to find things to do and Magic Hat was like one of the breweries around and I would never illegally drink so I definitely had never had a Magic Hat before because I'm really well behaved and law-abiding but my Absolutely. siblings did have it and stuff and so we we're like yeah I'll go to Magic Hat Brewery we'll do a tour and my mom was open to it was great and then I just remember them being like let's have some let's have some it's like they're like everyone can have some but not the post that's underage but you're allowed to go in because your parents there mm-hmm. and then my mum being like oh, we're gonna get in trouble and then, <laughs> and then my sisters be like just have it just have it and uh so magic hat and then we did go we drove by some teddy bear the the teddy bear factory um yep, and we went to ben and jerry's and ben and jerry's was great they've got the ben and jerry's like graveyard where they put like all the flavors <laughs> they have oh, like wow. headstones of all the flavors they've retired uh, oh, and then you get God. to eat a lot of ice cream and it's really great so that sounds like a great highly
1: meal. highly recommend it's, sadly the Magic factory is closed only one, but... yeah. the factory is closed for tours right now for ben and jerry's yeah. but i look at their website at least once a week to be so that's probably 45 minutes, everything. Okay. So in Colorado, Colorado's shaped like square. Um, and there's pretty much Denver and Colorado Springs. And then if you want to go to another city, you have to go to like Kansas city, which is like an eight hour drive. So you have to drive a long ways to get to these different, like metropolitan areas. not even metropolitan to get to like stuff. You have Denver and you have the mountains and it's great, but you kind of stay there. So I'm actually really excited living here because it's an hour to go to Montreal or I could go to Boston or I could go to New York city, or I could go to the ocean like in four hours. So. Everything, everybody here is acting like, oh, that's in southern Vermont. That's like, it's a ways away from you. And I'm like, it's two hours, guy. Like,
0: (laughs) that's
2: how I felt moving. So
1: we're talking about comparisons. That's how I felt when I moved to the UK.
2: And we were like, we're driving to Scotland. Like, we're going to drive up to Edinburgh. And they were like, why? Why wouldn't you fly? That's seven hours. And I was like, that's fine. And I was like, seven and a half hours is fine as a road trip. And they were like, like people if you drive two yeah. hours people are like that is so far and I'm like well I could drive to New York in five so <laughs> right. it's really not that. and that's like only a slight it's it's technically more than one state over but not because there's like a sliver that's connecting it but I was like you know like one state over is like a five-hour drive let alone right. like a country like I was
1: like nah it's not that big of a deal it's wild so so yeah lots is changing getting used to a lot of things um but then I am like I am really excited I can go to Boston and try Boston beer if I want or just like go to New York City because I because I want to because it's just like let's go on a whim um but for like first stop get to know Vermont Learn where my grocery store is without my map being on. That's still a work in progress. Um, Make friends with all the local, local brewers so they can like, that's what I really miss about Colorado. I had enough brewery friends that they wouldn't make a beer just for me, but I could encourage them to be like, hey, remember that cucumber sour you made last year? Mm, It was really good. Like, you should make that again. And again, they didn't make it just for me. I'm sure they had like a meeting about it and it was on their list, anyways. But I just felt like I had some like in. And here, I don't know anybody. I, I just want, maybe I should make a shirt that says, like, I want cucumber sour, saison, and milkshake IPA, and just like not even talk to anybody. Maybe I'll get like lights on it or I mean, something. I would love it if you just
2: walked oh in and you just have it's a show that's like, like that's very specific like <laughs> this is what, we're this, what I would
1: like please and then you walk <laughs> in and people are like oh you're just like oh this crazy girl (laughs) this should encourage you more to like just
2: go and do some more beer exploration as i like to call Mm -hmm. it go and do more beer exploration around your local area and then like the more you go like oh i'm gonna go back to this place especially if they are like nano breweries Mm -hmm. which is really funny that you say nano breweries because like we know breweries over here that are like a couple or there's like three or four of them and like we we don't we, we never refer to them as nano breweries. Well, it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a microbrewery. Like, it's yeah. literally just like, oh, it's a craft-like microbrewery. But I guess because there is so much scale, that's one difference in the mm-hmm. US to here. Like, there's so much different scale between your sizes for it to still be, quote-unquote, craft or whatever we want to define as craft. Um, there's so much difference in that that, like, you probably get to use all those different terms more. Like, we don't really... We just sure. kind of go oh these people you know cuckoo brew or contract brew or whatever mm-hmm. um but other than that it's like yes yeah, it's a, a microbrewery we don't really go like oh it's a nano
1: brewery right and that's a whole another controversial topic here like I know I'm in a in a tick it's a discord group discord is like a chat platform how do i how do we get on the beer discord? do you guys want let's in go. there? <laughs> yeah okay i'll get you yeah, in okay. i know a guy. Okay. yeah
0: we went in on the, so, me in the back door discord. i'll sneak
1: in so there's yeah there's this discord group of craft beer creators from tiktok and um oh, so there's a lot of in on that I, yeah, I'll just you guys on, need to. I'll get just pretend that. like that. Okay, I'll just, I'll just, I'll send a message. Remind me because I will yeah. not be sober at the end of this. <laughs> I'm gonna make a note. Um, Discord. TikTok. Please (laughs) do. I think you guys would love it. But it's interesting, like beer creators talking to beer creators, because there are some things that we talk about. This is going to sound really exclusive. It's not meant to, but like there are some things that we would talk about amongst ourselves that we just truly are curious or truly want to have a conversation that maybe we wouldn't put on our platform because we don't want to hurt people's feelings or we don't want to say anything rude or hurt someone's reputation. A lot of what we talk about on there, and I say that like I'm on all the time, since I moved I've really fallen off the map, but I pop in every now and then to like read what people are talking about, but a lot of what's talked about is like what is craft beer, there are some companies that I won't name because I don't want to get blackballed and I would love if they sponsored me. Um, <laughs> there, there are some companies that have corporate ownership that have a lot of distribution that have a lot of companies that although they are producing a like quote unquote craft beer product, like have they sized out of craft beer? Is it appropriate to call them craft beer? Is craft beer a comment on the creation of the beer? Or is it a like, um, A statement on the company structure like what does craft beer mean like it's it's, a whole thing it's a controversial it's a whole thing controversial hour so um there's a lot about it there's a
0: book over here that i don't have it where where is my book Uh,
2: we we talked about we sort of talked about one of those type of breweries when we did um when i came back from the us i Mm -hmm. brought beer back for joe and mm-hmm. we sort of had an episode on basically one of our episodes we touched upon we we had like yingling and my dad and, um, <laughs> loves yingling we had the Hershey's. we did the Hershey's porter, Hershey porter. It
0: was and
2: lovely. um yeah it was i mean it was like uh, i think i still think it was fine like i did i was like it was good it wasn't bad i didn't love it it's mm-hmm. fine um but we used it for one of our episodes and it was funny because
0: reading this book that joe was talking about called craft uh, and argument so craft beer we- an argument and it's by a beer writer called pete brown um and it's, oh, it's, he, it's me. basically an essay and he started off writing it as a joke mm-hmm. and then everyone was just like because he's just like haha you know what what makes it craft is it the ownership is it the ethics right. is it this ha 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 and everyone's like no actually that's a really important <laughs> discussion and then so he made it into a book It's very different.
2: That's That's one thing that is very different between the two countries
0: as well was like you guys, Mm. like in the US,
2: there has been an attempt to define it. Over here, Mm. we don't because there's like the Brewers Association, they they've attempted to set out the guidelines, Mm -hmm. which, you know, in that book, he goes on to say has admittedly like you know it's changed because when it was first put out the market was different the culture was different Mm -hmm. everything was was different um and over here we don't have that same association that's trying to sort of put that definition to it um so it's just really interesting and yingling is one of those breweries that they're like if we're talking about volumes if we're talking if we're defining craft based on volumes that are put out Mm -hmm. yingling puts out like a stupid volume so like are they craft but they are still family owned and operated. They're on the, I right. was um, oh, like seventh generation or something. And it's like the daughters that actually have taken over the business. Super cool in that, in that sense. Um, and yeah, but they're like still considered craft, but then also in the book, they talk about spo- spoilers. They also talk about Goose Island. And so mm-hmm. Goose Island's one of those brews, and I have nothing against Goose Island. Like if I go to a pub and there's like Goose Island on over here, A typical pub doesn't tend to have craft options. I would actually probably choose a Goose Island IPA uh, or Midway or whatever over a Punk IPA, if I'm honest. Um, Especially now. But uh, the Goose Island, they are obviously owned by, I think it's AB and Bad that own Goose Island. Mm -hmm. Um, But they talk about how they're able to produce a better quality because they were purchased. Because if they weren't purchased, they wouldn't be able to get the kit that helps them make sure they're you know their bottlings consistent their recipes are consistent they would never be able to scale up in that way if they were still doing things the way they were doing things but because they've had that sure. investment they can buy this expensive equipment that allows them to have this a particular standard so you know that when you're getting goose island you are going to get a specific quality and you you know it's not going to be a risk whether or not it's been you know contamination sure. or
1: something else so it's interesting that you said that you know, I think like there is, I mean, my thought on craft beer has always been: if this is good, I am going to drink it, and if it is bad, I am not going to drink it. Like I typically stay out of the politics and I stay in my feelings. Um, of course, like if someone's really mean to me at that brewery, probably not going to go back. <laughs> um, if some, if I hear some news that a brewery is not good to women or anybody. A certain group of people probably not going to go back, but for the most part, like if you sell ten beers or ten thousand beers or ten million beers, I'm going to judge you based on your beer. I think like for me, Breckenridge Brewery it is the one kind of on the wet. Yingling is not available in Colorado, which is why my dad loves it so much. Um, so he when he visits my sister in Cincinnati, which is Ohio, like. (laughs) Ohio is a part of the United States that you just don't need to know about. Um it's just <laughs> most people I think say Delaware and you were just like Ohio. No. <laughs> mm, like at it. least Delaware is like close to the ocean and like close to a bunch of stuff. Ohio is just like itself. Um, but they have yingling there. So my dad loves, I mean, he loves to visit my sister because of course, like that's his daughter and he <laughs> loves her and whatever. Um but yeah, he loves yingling. I love Breckenridge beer and it, it's also owned by A&B. Um, and they make really good stuff. And so, yeah, like at the airport, when they have a Breckenridge IPA or a Breckenridge wheat, they have a really good agave wheat. Um, mm. I'll drink that because I know it tastes good and I know it makes me happy. And I know like the nice thing about the bigger breweries, whether they're craft or not or whatever we're calling them, I know that their beer is gonna taste like what I expect it to taste like. Some of the will we'll like flip into the the, the smoothie sour. Sa- I feel like I have a lot to say about smoothie sours. I'm almost Oh to start my gosh. The next one. So smoothie sours are an interesting style because the amount of like straight up pulpy fruit in them, like almost an offensive amount of fruit and not like. Fruit flavoring. It's like they're sitting there with blenders and they're like pouring it in. This can cause a lot of variation in each batch of beer. It's added in much later in the process, um, because if you fermented that much fruit and that much sugar, these would be such high ABVs. Like there would be so much alcohol through the roof. And the point that the brewers trying to get across in these beers is they want to keep that fruit quality about it. So basically the fruit puree is added in later, but what I know about smoothie sours is sometimes they go amiss because if they're too alcoholic, they'll basically explode in the camp, like there's, there's too much going on. And so every now and then there's a, there's a couple of different Colorado breweries that have just like, they specialize in these smoothie sours and it's the thick boys. They almost look like milkshakes when you pour them out. Um, but sometimes, yeah, you'll see on Instagram, they're like, we need to recall this batch. They're exploding in your fridge. We're really sorry. Um, or they just like the fruit gets weird. Like like bad weird, not good weird in the can. Um, so yeah, so yingling can get what I expect. It's going to taste like a yingling smoothie sour is kind of like spinning the wheel of fortune. And like, who knows for me, that's really exciting. Like for me, that's a fun activity to see like, is this going to be good or bad? I don't know. for my dad that's a nightmare he never wants to do that
0: I feel like yeah I I feel like in his beer (laughs) (laughs) I
2: genuinely feel right now that things that you're saying are like you're my spirit animal in that sense because I'm very much like (laughs) I'm very much like if it's good throw the wheel like yeah not only if it's good beer if it's a shit beer I don't get like is it something that's interesting Mm -hmm. I will order the most that too I will be like is that a pickle flavored beer I hate okay beers. I love I, pickled I hate <laughs> I hate pickles but I'm like yeah I want to know what that tastes like tzatziki sour or but make a tzatziki sour and mm-hmm. I was like I want to know what that tastes like did I did it taste exactly as it should like a hundred percent did I love that flavor didn't love the flavor because it's just not a flavor I love sure was it well made yes would I have traded the experience of tasting that for another flavor Absolutely not. Like, I want to taste... Like, if I... Like, the Martins... Martins Is it Martins House Brewing? What Martins Brewing? Um, the, their buffalo wing in blue cheese. I'm like, I don't even like blue cheese. I want to try that. Because it's weird. <laughs> like, the weirder it is, the more I like compelled that. I am to, like, go out of my way to be like, I need to find this beer. Joe I made Joe brew a mustard beer because she I did. couldn't get the Oscar Blues one. So I was like...
1: Oh it was
0: weird. It was okay. It was adding the mustard to it was absolutely disgusting. What like, kind of
1: mustard did you use?
0: Uh, French's mustard. You have to use French's. Yeah, right? oh, like, I was the like, proper. And like... You had to like know you had to boil it up into a syrup <laughs> and then put it in. It was so gross.
2: Okay. I, I mean, I'd still you know.
0: be interested to try because it was. It wasn't meant to
2: taste like we've said this numerous times. Yeah. It wasn't meant to taste like mustard. It was just meant to be complimentary to barbecues where you might be using mustard and so like that was great
1: but you you put something taboo I'm like I want to try it (laughs) oh my gosh so okay in the new in the new house one of my dreams is to have a tap system and by system I mean I want two to three Mm -hmm. because in our homebrewing adventures um the worst part is canning it's just like it sucks It absolutely sucks. It takes a long time. My hands with a sanitizer, just like my skin peels off. I don't know. This happens every time I should probably wear gloves or maybe uh, I don't know if this happens to everyone or just me. My skin gets gross after bottling. Um, so we decided we really want to start kegging our beer because it's it's one vessel instead of a lot. And so we have, like, we have the perfect setup in this house. We have a kitchen Island the plumbing is broken under the kitchen island so it has a sink in it but it has access to water so we're going to have to rip out the inside anyways yeah. and my birthday is coming up and so Aaron was like what do you want and i was like well we could get a kegerator <laughs> we, could, we could get this tap system cuz i just think like okay as a beer lady how cool would it be just to like go into my kitchen yeah wine I mean, fridges yeah. like
2: I've seen people that have like specific Lucky wine, fridges, wine right? chillers yeah.
1: or f- like whole
2: fridges that have like um when you go into like really posh kitchens or you go into like the kitchen stores to get inspiration to then go and try to do it mm-hmm. on a budget and that never works but you go into those like really <laughs> stores <laughs> and then they have those like ones that like the dispensing system that it you put the bottle of wine and it's like in a chiller mm-hmm. and then it comes out mm-hmm. it's like we need that for beer because like Please, okay, cool. I can have a nice fancy wine rack behind me, but that's only great that's if amazing. I'm drinking a lot of wine and I want to show it off to people. What if I want to show off my like really good right. selection collection? Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm
0: behind I, I like this update my <laughs> birthday list. The thing that I want, we'll get we'll vouch um, for you. Um, Bruin Rookie on TikTok's got one of these on her sink now, she's got it put in. It's a, it's a glass rinser on the side of the sink, yes, the ones yes. that are like the yeah, and you just push it like on it, and it's, yeah, yeah. She's I had to demonstrate. like, sink. this one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Bru and Ricky got one put in a sink when they were updating a sink. And I'm like, I want one of those. I literally think if I told Rick that we needed one, he would be like, no. Like, flat, like, like,
2: there wouldn't even okay. be a discussion. You well, wouldn't have like, a choice.
1: No. The glass rinters, I've seen them both installed. Like, you can cut a hole in your countertop and install it. Or I've seen them where it just like can sit on top of your countertop. Oh. Oh, I and it's it not. Hard. It's not yeah. that hard of an installation, so I'm not asking for the glass rinser because I think I could do that myself. But there's already a water line in there, and if this not the to, faucet's broken, so it has to go. So it would yeah. be rude to not use that function. It would be rude. Yeah, it would be rude. Yeah. Um, You'd just be slapping yeah. that new house in the face if yeah, you didn't. Think go. of all the money we're going to save if we start getting kegs of beer instead of like these silly little four packs. <laughs> they don't even have six packs here they're four packs only fours but see my
2: so my only disadvantage my only disadvantage to the keg situation is I like to try a lot of different stuff like so for me it would be difficult to justify like having a keg system Mm -hmm. in my island because of the fact that I like to do as much different stuff as possible so I don't think and rick likes beer but again we've already emphasized like he will go oh look at the calories on that and then he just won't touch it whereas i'll be like let's just have this one times five and i just wouldn't make it through enough to make it worthwhile however you can do diy get an old fridge and you can make like a keg situation out of an old fridge where you just um it's a bit you have to be careful because obviously like drilling holes into a fridge and stuff like that, but you you put the tap lines, you do like (laughs) two or three, depending on the size of the fridge, you can do two or three tap lines um mm-hmm. on the fridge itself and then obviously the kegs sit inside the fridge and you could do like the drip tray on the front of it and everything and then i mean if you're Amazing. if you like a frosty glass not everyone likes a frosty glass it's controversial i, I understand I, that. I understand but some people like that especially in the u.s there are people that like that um <laughs> they you can they like use the freezer garbage. space <laughs> yeah you can use the freezer basically the ones i've seen it's like you use the freezer space to oh, effectively like smart. put your glasses in or
1: something like Freeza that mode. but oh, but you that's can a reasonable idea there I'll put ice cream I'll put the Ben and Jerry's ice cream and then you can make beer floats oh my gosh yeah (laughs) I just did so my podcast episode did it go live today maybe um it's about beer cocktails so mixing beer another controversial thing but like mixing beer with stuff if you wanted more of like a special occasion drink um and I talk about beer shakes and they're awesome they're just so good okay so now Okay. This is a very expensive podcast. I'm making a to-do list. All these things that I need, that I don't need to do. I need Erin to do yeah. on my behalf while I take care of the gardens, while I take care of the estate. The estate, your <laughs> sprawling estate, darling. <laughs> I'm going to have to get corgis soon. Yeah, you will. Just yeah, I, really be like cor- I am pro sandwiches. corgis. I am pro corgis. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh how are you guys doing did you get right,
0: that down so let's, right let's do let's do the oh, yeah before we
1: get into the next one yeah joe which one do you have because we've so got different i one.
0: have all the way up which by Mars landing brewing co which is a sour ale with cherries blackberries and raspberries i'm just reading on it um, right so here's my here's my question do you want to say what yours is and then i've got a question Okay, mine is
2: Neapolitan ice cream sour smoothie style sour ale from Weldworks Co and it's got yes. ice cream, milk sugar, strawberry, milk chocolate, vanilla, with natural flavors added. And yeah. I picked okay. this one obviously because anyone that knows me, the whole reason like when we started this podcast it was because I was like, I really want yeah. like the top ropes like ice cream pale ales, and they yeah. were amazing. Mm. And they do a cheesecake. They do. They basically did a cheesecake one of yeah, it as well, do and do it was do. really good. Um and there's ice creams on there if you're yeah, looking at the video though. i thought you were going to get that one I yeah that i said one. which
0: one i had and then joe was, like, was like i almost got that one <laughs> i almost got that one i got this one instead now my question about smoothie sours is are you mm-hmm. supposed to roll them
1: before you open them i would i would i was trying to okay Weldworks is in colorado which makes me like
2: there we go. that's
1: that's what was in my liquor store and so i used to be able to buy just like it was like going to the ice cream section, just like you could choose any like possible flavor you could dream up. Um, there's a series of beers called fruit lady. Um, Ooh, and nice I was name. just going to look up who it's it's by Wiley roots. And so I always get weld works and Wiley roots mixed up, but basically fruit lady is like the thickest of thick smoothie sours. Um, I would roll it. I mean, most beers that I think have anything chunk, really, Joe, since meeting you, I roll most of my beers. Um, if they're craft and they have, they could have sediment in it because I'm not going to drink it straight out of the can. That's just yeah. not who I am. Yeah. I didn't tell you guys what I was drinking. I told you guys what. Yeah, else. yeah. What yeah. was, what was I it? It's you. What were drinking? Where was so, so from? It. So, it's from or it's called. Do you remember your last good hair day? And it has kind of a funny can. Oh, oh yeah, my god, I love that caramel! It's a it's like a,
2: a, snake. a snake with the guy doing karate inside karate of it. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, got great some hair. hair. <laughs> some
1: of this, like yes. that's what he's doing. Um, it's from Hoofhearted Brewing, um, which is not even heard of that no. North Haven, Connecticut. Ooh, interesting. Um, All of these beers I've never heard of. So I'm going in a different order. So that was my sour. Now I'm going into the milkshake IPA. The reason why I made that choice is because hops for me are more assertive on my palate than sour. I've just killed my palate a lot with sour things. Um, So, okay. This one is going to be my milkshake IPA. It's from Evil Twin Brewing in New York, and it's called To the Milky Way and Back i like that label yeah
0: that's got pretty nice. and one.
1: it is a milkshake style indian pale ale with apricot strawberry and vanilla Ooh. i'm gonna this is a roller for me yeah
0: so so I, i'm gonna do the
1: brewery I've,
0: I've rolled it um so this was normally like i'm quite happy asking questions and things but i've had a couple of like the burly oak ones and just poured mm-hmm. them and ended up with all the pulp in the bottom and then i was like i've got um I bought a bunch of the out of hours no out of order raw beers that have got the little yeah, slushy, slushy dog on them um Slush puppies. I've seen the pictures of them on on like untapped and everything and they literally look like like vanilla milkshakes some of them and mm-hmm. I was like how do you like how do you get that to do that like you've got to roll the can you like, have what's a what's best marketing. practice Couldn't find it. Well, there's that. Um, And I was like, how do how do we do that? Like, am I supposed to roll them? And I was like, I'm gonna like I should ask someone. But that was one of those questions where I was like, I feel like as a woman in beer, if I go into one of these beer forums and go, so am I supposed to roll this can? I'm just gonna get like it's like it's like me writing, am I supposed to roll this can? Wrong answers only. Because they'll just right. get absolute, I'll just get nonsense. I won't get answers. So, actually, what I did when I wasn't sure is I messaged Natalie because she had done a, an episode about smoothie sales. And I was like, hey, am I supposed to roll this can? I went to a and safe I think place. my answer to you I was, was like,
1: yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe. Like, if I remember. <laughs> well, yeah, it's-, <laughs> it's it's funny. That's <laughs> what I said. If I remember.
2: <laughs> it's funny because I'm um, so. Like for, for the ones that are over here, because we don't get too like I I mean I mean feel free to disagree, Joe. I don't want to speak for both of us. I feel like we don't get too many that are literally labelled like smoothie sour. Like yeah, there's I, not I that many. And, and so sometimes the you
0: don't actual like thick pulp in them. Like, yeah. I think some of the Vault City ones, like the dream cakes, are probably the thickest and potentially the staggeringly good wreckers. Wreckers, yeah. Which, but even which so are they don't... called wrecker because they wreck your glass because they've got so much gunk in them <laughs> i mean and they but are those are, thick they are with forces yeah but, but they don't they but ones... they
2: don't even always say to roll them either no. or anything like that
0: because why i was, i didn't know and well, i was we... like i don't want to ask on a forum because i'm gonna get absolutely no roasted. so the
2: vault city so i had one of their birthday beers and i had their you know um i had one of bruyork's birthday beers which was with Vault city and it came in a full pack because it was it was the tea Um, coffee like that that one and the the one that Vault City did yeah yeah, was juice and that was a sour and it was a thick boy sour like Vault City normally Mm -hmm. do um so there was that but the label was upside down and I remember being at the my one of my local drinking establishments and I like I bought the four pack and I'd worked my way through and I kind of started with that and I was like it's split like this is a bit weird it's very clearly split and it looked quite clear and I was like bit weird and and the label was upside down. I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. And I went to the guy and I was like, just FYI, like the Vault City seemed to have like split because I've never needed to roll a Vault City before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that seemed a bit weird. And I was like, okay. And then um, he was like, yeah, all the, all the labels are upside down. And I was thinking they've had some like weird misprint thing or something else. Turns oh. out recently... I spoke to uh, a, f- a friend that I was uh, working with. Uh, he works at a brewery and I was helping out at a festival working with him. And he, I-, I mentioned it to him and his brewery was another one that did a collaboration. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah they purposely put the label on Upside Down because they wanted you to tip it but why didn't they just write that on the label but i don't think <laughs> well they might have yeah and oh, i don't think not i noticed it I, did. I mean it i haven't gone back to check but i didn't see anything about that on there and maybe it said it somewhere in small print and i just didn't read it i don't know but i thought that was really interesting because yeah. i was sat there going they let a beer go out with like a label issue where it's yeah. all upside down right. like i don't understand but they were hoping that when you read it you went like boom, it and upside you put down. It upside down and then went, that's I what i like yeah.
0: about the siren nitro beers is because they have it in a good strip downside of the can hard, that yeah, says hard pour. pour hard and it's upside down. So, you know, you've got to whack it right upside down and pour it straight down. Like, let's not, like, these are interesting... Exciting beers, you want to have the best experience, right? Just give people like a little bit of clear direction on your can. Well, it depends on who you talk to. Nitro is another controversial. Nitro is another. another Oh my gosh,
1: I love if there's beer controversy, I want to be there. Like, Mm. that's what I want to drink. I want to drink the weird stuff. I mean, that's I put salt and sugar on the rim of my beers, which is like borderline controversial. Well, it's definitely controversial because it's like changing what the brewer wants, but um. I, when you guys were talking about, you haven't seen a lot of beers that say like, this is a smoothie sour. I haven't either. Most of the smoothie sours that I've drank out of cans, just say like sour with blah, blah, blah fruit. I kind of think of smoothie sour as being like the more like colloquial term because it's not technically a style. So I think on the can, if you're looking for something like this, either look for a brewery that's, that specializes like Wiley Roots, like Weldworks, you know, Old City
2: is the equivalent. Yeah, exactly.
1: The other thing, because what we talked about with the challenge and fermentation, you might not see as many of these in cans for all of those reasons, because they are just inherently more challenging in the same way. A nitro is a little more challenging than a more traditional beer, just in canning because of the way that like Fermentation works, um but yeah, no. I'm glad you came to me with that question, and I'm glad that my I, honestly, when you wrote to me, I thought you were quizzing me. Oh I thought God. that was like
0: <laughs> I was asking like, a, like what is Natalie
1: learns. No, I was talked. like, I was
0: like Natalie knows she's been doing about it. I'm gonna go ask her because she really drinks me, a lot. <laughs> she'll give me a pro She'll give me a proper answer. She won't. Make me feel stupid. But I feel like on so, some level that's
2: imposter syndrome, though, isn't it? Where if you I felt like you were being quizzed. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, like you were being quizzed. Think, you couldn't I think like that I somebody would have gone to you as an authority. And your we're mind both, you were like to get sick around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think, I mean, in general, I since I learned about sediment in the bottom of cans. I roll most of my bottles. And typically what I'll do is I'll just like hold, well, now my can is open. So I don't want to like show it. I'll just hold it and I'll kind of like pop my knee out. So I'll like put my weight on my left leg and then just like slide it down and just, I won't roll it up and down. I'll just like roll it down my leg a few times. I don't know if this makes less, like I don't want to shake up the can, right? Like I don't want to explode the can. I just want to like get the liquid moving, what Aaron, the fiance does. I call this the, um, what did I call it on my podcast? The barista method. Um, cause I did a whole episode on beer pours, which because TikTok mansplained at me, I took the time to learn about beer pours, <laughs> but Aaron does the barista pour, so like in this example, so I've already poured out like a good amount, and there's some in the can. I know that there's more sediment in here, so Aaron will like swirl it around. I just did that like, with this. Yeah, I just did that marista, with this, like in the same way that a barista would like like the foam.
0: Yeah, um,
1: does the same thing. I prefer the leg roll to the barista swirl, um, but again, like. If you don't like the sediment, just don't pour the last out. Or the minute that you start seeing like the cloud drips, yeah like get rid of it. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's almost don't, easier have to, to spot drink on all a, of it.
2: Yeah, it's easier to spot on a glass bottle, like in a yeah. glass bottle, obviously. Because yeah. you can kind of see it coming, down oh, hang exactly. on a minute. More like, yeah. Can it's a bit more exactly. difficult, so you just can't hard pour it unless it's nitro and then you're like, Well, fuck me, I have to <laughs> we <We're> just <laughs> I like, have it. to hard pour it.
1: I'm committed yeah. to this. Oh my gosh. I saw I won't name his name because I've become good friends with him but I went on his show and he's a really lovely guy but like I think this is a great example of like, I don't know if we want to enter into gender realm and stuff I didn't like go that for it. <laughs> but I think in, in the exact same way that we just talked, like Joe came to me because she didn't want to write in a forum. I was like, oh, is this a quiz? Like, is this, like, we both had some questioning behind it. I have one specific beer friend that has a beer show and just confidently, it doesn't matter if he knows what he's talking about, what he's not talking about. He just goes on and he shares his thoughts and he shares his opinions and he shares da da up. And so a few episodes before I was going to go on his show, I wanted to make sure I knew, like I understood the format. So I watched a few episodes and I watched him pour a nitro, like trickle, trickle down the side of the glass. Like oh, I'm no. going to guess if you're watching oh, the my- video, I'm going to guess. It, so yeah, like that. it no. was like, that. and it was <laughs> like, there was not a single bit of foam. There was none. Oh, no. And the whole time my jaw dropped and I was like and he, in reviewing the beer, he was like, yeah, it's not that good of a beer. And I'm disappointed that it doesn't look like the marketing picture. Like the marketing picture has this beautiful frothy head. You can see the cascade. And the whole time I was like, "What?" like I, I kind of like it does not compute, but it, it was just so interesting that like through nature or nurture society, or like through something, women are more likely to question. Jen, am I saying the right thing? Is this the right answer? I did an episode on Shandy's and rattlers and I checked my stuff at least 12 times, even though it's a silly episode about beer and juice. Like that's what, (laughs) that's what I was talking about. But I checked my answers all these times because I was so afraid that someone would say, actually you're wrong. That's not from Germany. That's from Italy or that's from France. Like, I was terrified. And then there's this random ding dong guy who I know and love, and he's, which is why I'm not going to share his name. I adore him and I love watching his show, but he's pouring a nitro like a ding bat, and he gets, he gets more follows than I could ever dream of having.
2: I just laugh when you just called him a ding dong. Cause I don't <laughs> think I've heard someone call someone a ding dong for so long. And it just, I don't know <laughs> oh why I gosh. involuntarily chuckled at that. Um, Come to
1: me for all the American. I don't even know that if that's an American thing or that's just a mean I think thing. it definitely, I think it, no, <laughs> I think
2: it American is, American. but it's just, yeah. I haven't heard that for so long that when you just said that so confidently, it made me involuntarily oh chuckle at that. But it's, it, it is just really funny that you say that because it's, like literally no shade meant by that because that's just like that's confidence right. it's a confidence that we yeah. wish that we all could have um i want to live like that or have that confidence um right. we should but but we don't and it is just funny because like i mean one example of this like joe when we Put one of our first episodes, like it was in our first, however many episodes. Gonna you you're
0: gonna talk about October first, yes. So we did So we did it.
2: We did an October first episode, our first October first episode. Yeah. We were talking about October and elements of it that are very niche to October first. Blah blah blah. Does not those details don't really matter? Basically, we talked about beer steins and how they drink out of beer steins, and we had like I don't know. I think I was drinking out of like something like this. you're Drinking it, like, yeah. You're
0: drinking
1: plastic-, out your plastic
2: worm. One that I happened to get at some cheesy Oktoberfest bar for a friend's birthday or something like that. And Joe had something else. And um, someone reviewed... Back when we started and we were like, review us on things. We don't bother even doing that anymore because we're like, "Uh, don't give a fuck. But So this guy reviewed (laughs) us on... We knew it was a dude. He reviewed us on uh, Apple Podcasts and he gave us like three stars or something. But his review was... They, they, I mean, it's still there. You go see him. Not that I'm, I probably shouldn't. (laughs) I don't know, whatever. So (laughs) this is, this is the thing that we do where we're like, let me qualify it. But yeah. So he went on and and he said, you know, wish they, A, had prepared more and learned how to say things more as, as one thing. I'm going to say it now. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I can Google how to pronounce things. It doesn't matter how many times I Google how to pronounce it. I'm gonna butcher it so now because of that comment I'm constantly when I say something I'm like I either don't want to say it because I'm gonna butcher it or I'm very apologetic because I know I'm butchering it but also he called us out saying that you're calling this a beer stein it's not a beer stein it is uh, a stein is actually made out of such and such material stone
0: it's got to be made out of stone it's got to be made out of play. stone for
2: it to be a to be a stein and you weren't using that like oh. well, but then then went on to say but i'd listen to more episodes because
1: i really like their chat and they've got really good chemistry Forgive <laughs> so five stars like that's what if anyone is listening and you want to give a review for less than five stars simply don't please because we don't care like save your time no no i i
2: i don't so i disagree John. i care i care right oh, um I but care. <laughs> i see i personally care but i'd like it to be constructive of something that's like sure. realistically something that i could change and i could improve and i think like something as picky as like that's the fair. pronunciations of a foreign country's t- arguably difficult language to pronounce things and very niche words is not something that's you know necessarily I can listen to it a hundred times I'm never going to sound like a native sure. speaker it's never going to sound perfect and also something that's very small just it sounds like a really petty thing to argue over if overall you enjoyed the episode great I take his comments on board if he's listening to this still take your comments on board still can't pronounce things
0: but for do you all. know but, how many breweries call those steins when they're made out of glass I think are you going universally around universally <laughs> to every brewery on October first, when they have a glass mass and they call it a Stein, are you going around and telling them that they're wrong? Well, like, universally, glass. everybody
2: calls it a Stein just because that's the easier way to call it. Um,
0: cute. I know like, call it a mass on purpose. It's just yeah, <laughs> but, I, but, it's but it's it's stuff cute like that to where to we listen. Ste-
1: no one wants to be like, "Here's my beer mug." Yeah. <laughs> right,
2: right, no. No. But I, I think like that. It it just it sort of speaks into like I mean, there's a lot of our counterparts who like um, identify as male, and I like their content. I listen to their content, and they could do similar thing. And I've not seen anyone call them out for doing sure. a similar thing. But when we do or say a similar thing, we have to deal with people coming back and saying, "Well, actually, it's
0: not that." And then you're like, "Well," and then you got to do that TikTok tic-ticky. calling Mosaic Hops. <laughs> Mosaic hops. I'm de- What?
2: <laughs> this is new information
1: to me. It- <laughs> I had no idea. You're there's gonna have go, to. W- we go, won't girl. humiliate him on this show, but you'll <laughs> no, right, have to talk. send me that. Maybe, <laughs> that. maybe
2: just
0: cut. Maybe just cut this. That
1: yeah, just I'm cut so that out. Cut just cut that out. Joke.
2: Like literally, <laughs> there's a I feel
0: like I'm shell shocked. I'm like, oh, and he what? did it, and he did it <laughs> in a big old rant about women, beer, TikTokers, and he was referring to them as. Uh, what was it unqualified talent oh I don't you, want to cut him out you, you have, have to keep send it this guy it him. I've only seen it where people <laughs> yeah. have where people have uh have stitched with him but he lit like he was just like mozzy hops, cops and everyone we was gonna, like what <laughs> we were I was literally gonna be
2: like take this out because you know what everyone's a different level and like some people are, like I get it you know whatever no. the second you said that he was like he called women unqualified. Yeah, unqualified.
0: I, I see a lot of unqualified talent here on TikTok.
2: What did he specifically mean, women? Yeah, because did he say women?
0: I hate I, people. Like, I think he was actually calling out particular them. women on, on TikTok as well. Mom,
1: leave it in, ruin him. <laughs> that, that's yeah. We're gonna ruin him.
0: Come on, the they Discord. already did. It's a safe the, space. The, okay, the, that's good. The, the women TikTokers like
2: i have i have empathy for someone that just doesn't know and it's like it sure. is that it is that level of like i wish i had that i feel like we've strayed so far what we're <laughs> going to talk about in this episode yeah. um i i genuinely feel like i envy people that have that confidence that could just go on and call it a cop and and think nothing of it and be like yeah it's cool whatever um But then to be like, like, you know, feel bad for that. Wouldn't want to shame that person because I get that totally. But to then call specifically certain women on TikTok as unqualified talent or whatever, like that is. That sucks. (laughs) And what is he basing it on? Like, why is he saying they're unqualified talent? I, you need to send who this guy is, because I need to go and watch <laughs> yeah. all this unqualified I just material. need to, like,
1: supervise him, maybe. Well, and that's the, the other thing he that I've care, seen. does care, does he? No, he doesn't care. Of course he doesn't care. And he probably takes his profile picture at this angle. <laughs> and he probably doesn't have any hair.
0: Oh, he's holding a really if big If I made fish. a guess.
1: Yeah, a big fish. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, ridiculous. What, what I've noticed on TikTok is I get a lot of comments on my poor. Um, if I'm reviewing a beer, well, you know what, guys? At least I'm pouring my beer into a glass. My latest pet peeve, which this is going to be a TikTok that I post this week, it drives me nuts when TikTok beer people, and again, if they're just operating and they don't know any better, I don't wish ill upon them. I'm not going to say negative things about them, I'm not going to call them out. I'm just here to say it is my personal pet peeve when they're like, I'm drinking this beer today. And then they just sip it out of the can. And I'm like, you didn't notice anything about it. But sure, TikTok, you tell me when my pour is not appropriate, please. So as a joke, there was this TikTok trend, probably two, um, I think it was beer aficionado maybe, um, that said, if you wanna go viral on TikTok, just hard pour a beer and you'll go viral from the comments and initially i was like oh he needs over pour a beer not just hard pour but like be obnoxious so i went to my backyard and i had a beer that i didn't really want to drink anyways like it just wasn't wasn't my cup of tea do you guys say that in anything yeah. yeah okay great <laughs> um <laughs> So I was like, I don't care if I waste it. And so not only was it a hard pour, it was like a hard pour. And then over, over, over. And I did, it was probably my best watched video ever because it was all these men, all men, all middle-aged men, like obnoxious. I went to their profiles to see who they were then mansplaining to me. This is not right. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe if I was kind of trying to be like, okay, this is how you pour a beer. Step one, step two, blah, blah, blah. This clearly was a yeah. joke the yeah, beer is like, falling out of the glass it's like you the joke <laughs> it's just, right, right. and they're just all head. these people being like i can't believe you're doing this i can't believe you're wasting beer this is so you think that you're a professional blah 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 and i love that one
0: you you say that you're a professional and you're teaching people like are you teaching them this stuff do you know what i'm teaching people i'm teaching people to have fun with beer and drink right. beer that they love that's what I'm doing. Joe, Joe gets shit on for... I get it all the time. I don't like this beer. I don't like this beer. So
2: I should suffer through Hell, and drink a whole can how of How dare you dislike
0: it. that beer? That yeah. is so That is so disrespectful yeah. to the brewery. I'm like, how is it disrespectful to the brewery? She's I, didn't, not say that, I put... didn't say it was a bad beer. Yeah. I didn't say they right. made a bad beer. I said, I didn't like it. Sure, which is fair. That brewery's already got my money. They don't care, right. yeah,
2: and and she's not going out here commented on the beer going. It was a badly made beer, or
0: a one star. I'm not even telling people that. not. To, I'm not even telling people not to drink yeah. it. I'm saying you're not going to that like
1: brewery's page either no, and finding no. their post about them talking about the beer being like i hate it i this, hated it no awful she's just like not
2: to
0: my t- and she's very clear like not to my yeah. taste right. so i don't want to drink- i don't even think i i don't think i even i didn't tag the brewery in it either like no, i'm not, not said trying to what highlight it was, I said what it in, was like, yeah. you just didn't i was posting it on like Oof. the day of joy or something and i was just like drink beer that you love drink beer that brings you joy don't feel like you have to drink a beer that right. you don't like yeah. and pe- and like men went absolutely mad at me they were like how dare you say you don't like that beer yeah are Basically, you a qualified uh, beer judge you're
2: not you're not BJCP certified so you can't make that judgment that was one person another person was just like you bought a beer just to dump it that is such a waste it's oh no I didn't Do you don't even know what I did but they didn't know the context of it. No. And they didn't care to ask. It was just, it was a really interesting and eye-opening thing. But other people can say they don't like it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Although it I think hype me... beers, people do get shit it to say they don't like it. It just makes me wonder, like, do these guys have hobbies? Like... Their hobby and... is
0: drinking hype beer and then telling you you're wrong when you don't like it. <laughs> right. But
1: like, I, I mean... When I get those comments, I absolutely throw myself a little pity party and I kind of like wallow around for a little bit. But then afterwards, like once I, once I kind of sober up again, I kind of realize like this person must like, I feel sorry for this person because if they are spending their time Watching my entire video so that they can tell me that the beer that I'm drinking doesn't have enough foam on it. Even though I did hard pour it, like probably not the beer. It's probably this idiot girl who doesn't know how to hard pour. (laughs) Yeah, I'm straight up. I mean, I'm kind of bracing. The reason why I brought this up, I'm kind of bracing for impact on a beer review I'm going to post probably tomorrow. It's straight up, it's a, what was it? It was a Berliner Weiss, like a fruited Berliner Weiss. I don't know if it's just older in the can, like if it was canned a while ago. But I'm hard pour, like I'm nitro pouring this glug glug glug, like all the way down. And there just wasn't much foam in it. I like you are just get ahead on a Berliner Weiss though,
0: because and of that's the, because of the, fine. how they're made. When I get
1: when I get like yeah. heads on any
0: sour, any like sour beer, I'm like gone what from
1: this beer I'm drinking here. Like, I think I think all the beers that we're drinking today probably will have limited, fun. like we're not drinking Hefeweizens. We're not no. drinking things with a lot of wheat in them. Um, and I'm just, I'm just kind of bracing for impact on someone to be like, well, you should learn how to pour a beer. And it's like, I just I don't, them, so, I don't even give them time anymore. I
0: don't respond. Yeah. I just completely ignore the comment because it's not worth. Meanwhile, I like going to time. Jump oh, into she your goes, comments.
2: I'm like, don't you tell her. Off. To how to do that? And I'm just oh like, do you know what? Because
0: because I think the thing is, the thing that I'm reminding myself about these things is that person has posted that comment. They've gone off. They've gone off to their day. They're not mm-hmm. that once they've done it, they're not thinking about it anymore. Like so why sure. am I thinking about it I
2: think that's why because I like to jump in on your they are comments
0: insignificant in my life as well but I think that's sure. why I like
2: to go in on to your comments more <laughs> so than my own is because when someone does that to you you go they don't understand what they've said to me like that you know to them it's insignificant and I want to make it clear as someone that's not you that's not the target of it that it's not sure. insignificant that like you should think before you say anything because other people are going to read it including that person that you've you know potentially maybe isn't as you know mentally capable of handling your critique as joe myself
0: you like sure. any of that
2: you might get someone and that's, and that's why women like in one step are away amazing
0: because <laughs> like so much more resilient <laughs> uh, so this is a long one
2: this wasn't intended to no. be um a we, started it,
0: we started recording it early on a Sunday and we were just like yeah because you know we've got to fit it in time zones and stuff um work out a time that works for Natalie so that she's not drinking big beers at like 11 o'clock in the morning but the problem that we found is that Natalie is like us yeah. arguably
2: potentially maybe even worse with tangents yeah and I love it that is yeah. not a slight that is just because because it's just because i think normally with two of us where there's a tangent the other one can be like uh let's bring it back yeah three Um, of us three of us it is it is the best kind of chaos you'll ever listen to (laughs) uh,
0: she's hilarious beer feelings is our american cousin (laughs) it is so so if you don't already subscribe to the beer feelings podcast go do it uh make sure you subscribe to us as well just in case you're not subscribed to us um so we're going to wrap this one up but there's more so make sure you listen to episode two that's going to come out next week um tori if people want to speak to you where can they speak to you
2: if you want to come find me and talk about the differences between the us and the uk um you can come find me on instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism and also if you want to send stuff to the podcast you can get us on women's brew on i'm gonna try this joe normally this is for you to do but it's on instagram facebook youtube and you can email us at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com Woo-hoo. i think i did well it uh, yes. joe if people want to come talk to you where can people come talk to you
0: if you want to talk to me i am love be learning now only and solely i mean i'll talk to you on a woman's brew as well but if you just want to talk to me come to Love Be Learning on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest i also have a website which is lovelylearning.co.uk, and um i have an email address which is lovelylearning at gmail.com right so if you're two weeks on then you can binge us but if not you're gonna have to wait till next week to hear what else we had to say so until then cheers, cheers.